With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You might get a little background singing from me today on this, uh, from today's musical guest, the band. Now, not only is this one of my favorite songs ever, it now reminds me I need to add this to our bumper rotation. Yes. Best uh, known, of course, as uh, the time they spent with Bob Dylan as uh, the backup for Bob Dylan, but also great musicians on their own. And uh, 1978, Martin Scorsese's documentary, The Last Waltz, as they led up to their uh, the final concert before they had one of their breakups, and they, they kept coming back. How many times have you watched that? Oh, several times. Yeah. It's one of the... Uh, it, was, it almost set the standard for... Uh, You're right. It really did. ...for uh, musical documentaries. And... Uh, I uh, I was kind of affected by this because I was in Orlando spring training in 86 with the twins. They mm-hmm. were still there. And we were eating at a restaurant. And that was the night that uh, Emmanuel uh, uh, hung him. That was when uh, in Winter Park, which was right out there. Uh, that was uh, Richard Manuel hung himself in, on March 4th, 1986 during uh, spring training and he'd been perf- he'd just been doing a single act some little little nightclub-y type place in uh, in uh, in Fort Myers and not not I mean in Orlando, in Orlando and yeah. it uh, it was shocking to hear that that's where he was performing and of course more shocking to hear he hung himself uh, the original five of course uh, Rick Rick Danko he died in 99. Uh, it says of a heart attack, Johnny said, uh, and nah, there's an yeah. overdose, uh, overdose implications. Levon Helm, of course, died of cancer. Uh, Garth Hudson, still alive. Way to go, Garth. <laughs> Richard Manuel, uh, uh, suicide, and Robbie Robertson, still alive. Still alive. So two out of five, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. It's a 400 average. For a rock, for a rock band. Uh, <laughs> From that generation to have two still alive is pretty damn good. But, but what's uh, great about these guys, too, and their style of music, at least to me, and I know John's going to start screaming at his uh, yeah. radio when he hears me talking <laughs> music, but I don't care, is music like this still holds up today, in my opinion. Yes, it does. And uh, John uh, did uh, reassure me that uh, 
Robertson and Helm, the two main guys, hated each other. Oh, God, so like yes. Like every yeah. other band. Oh, yeah. Like every other good, well, it's, solid rock and roll band. Fact, they all hated each other. You can, when you watch The Last Waltz, I forget what song that they are doing. Because I have a friend, my, my buddy Kurt, who lives down in St. Yeah. Louis, is the biggest fan of these guys okay. on the planet. So every time I go visit him, we watch The Last Waltz <laughs> and we drink beer after a Cardinals game. Yes. And there's a, I forget which song it is. But he stares at him because he must have missed a note you know, or whatever. So the rest of the song, he's just glaring at him. So, yeah, and they might have been. They uh, did hate each other. Well, that's uh, that's good because that's that's the way you make great music, yeah, apparently. That's how you we deem were, success. We were trying to get... I think Johnny came up with a couple yesterday of groups that that, that kind of survived. They were okay. The years. Yeah, yeah kind of survived. Hello, he 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 informed you you were wrong. Holland Oates. No, they I had their I, bad moments. I was yeah, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. They all seem to. Oh, they do. <laughs> but I think it's because egos are probably even higher in music than in in sports because there's. Fewer people involved with the team. You're right, and speaking. there's yeah. usually more creativity or more creative. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, because it's you know you can go out and play a basketball game, and it's there's a form to it, and if you're better at that, there's somebody. But music is all creativity, right? And you know what? You might you know we're comparing all the artists that tend to hate each other because they've spent too much time. I bet LeBron would do that to J.R. Smith today. <laughs> <laughs> well, LeBron's, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was. If he could have strangled him on the court, he would have left. If, if J.R. Smith was a musician, who would he be? <laughs> oh, who would he be? Who Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. No. You don't think no. so? No. Snoop Dogg, way smarter than That's J.R. true. Yeah, way Snoop is smarter. way too smart. <laughs> who he be? Oh. I, um, one of the guys in Millie Vanilli? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what I love question, about that moment, though, last night, everybody in the world, including JR, happened. knew exactly what he thought. Well, and then he comes he, out afterwards and says, Oh, yeah, I knew, I knew I it was time. No, you, no, you didn't. Just, call a timeout. He's basically. Right. Like I just don't understand. When George Hill is at the free throw line and he mm-hmm. takes the first free throw and makes it and ties the game. Everybody in the arena, whether it's LeBron, Steve Kerr, Aisha Curry in the stands, <laughs> they're all naturally going to glance up at the, the scoreboard, scoreboard to yep. see, you know, double check on the score, look to see what time, how much time is left. Everyone in the arena probably did that except J.R. Smith. <laughs> and J.R. made his best play of the night. He made the game. He got the rebound because Durant right. kind of loafed after it. He got the rebound. He could have been a hero. Uh, Instead, he, the exact opposite oh, happened. Man, man alive. But what I love, too, is he was two feet from the basket. Yeah. yeah he, said, he said Durant was there. He yeah, he said, he said he was worried about Durant blocking his shot, and Durant had already had like four blocks in the game, so I, I oh, get man. that part of it. But J.R., did don't just don't don't run out don't run out to midcourt. <laughs> and if you do, admit it. Admit what was going on in that head of yours, especially when you admitted to the coach. Apparently, I can't believe Tyrone Lee came in. On, Lou came in on his own and said he thought the game was. What, he what, I, were so, what I did love about it though is you, Jr. grabs the rebound, runs out, you know, runs out of the lane and out. You know to what's the amazing is he didn't throw it up in the air. Right, but what I loved about that whole sequence was Jr. Jr. grabs the rebound, runs out to midcourt, 
and nobody nobody in the Warriors even goes near him. No. Everybody's sprinting towards yes. LeBron. Clay Thompson, Draymond, all of them, they're all running towards LeBron because they're scared he's going to throw the ball to LeBron and LeBron's going to take it's the your, shot. Uh, it's your stepdad's dear friend Jim Marshall, baby. Running, yeah. running that way and all the 49ers saying... Go, Jim. Go, Jim. Yeah. Keep running that way, baby. I was racking yeah. my brain last night. Well, first of all, I couldn't stop laughing at just everything that had happened. Because oh. you knew once it went to overtime, they oh, were going to get killed. You knew the Warriors but were winning, yeah. I'm trying to think, given given the moment that it was, it was a championship-level situation. I can't think of a dumber play that's, that's, that's yeah. transpired. Well, I said it last night. Lonnie Smith? I, I said it last yeah, night. Yeah, I guess I'd be pretty, yeah. When Martel Webster drives to the lane and dunks the basketball when the Wolves are down by three with two seconds left mm-hmm. in a regular season game in Denver, it's funny. Who, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. This is game one of the finals. Right. Yeah. They are. They Come are. on. Yeah. Well, it's uh, and it's too bad because it that could have made it a series and now yeah. now it could be five games, but. Uh, the man gets fifty one and he still loses. Ugh. Now I was I looked up the Elgin game when he got sixty two sixty one. Mm-hmm. I thought they lost that game, but they won that game. They did win. That it, was okay. sixty two. Gave the Lakers a three to two lead, and then the Celtics won the last two. But Elgin got uh, sixty one. I thought it was uh, that. That's the most in a playoff game. Uh, LeBron's what now the fifth guy to get fifty. Fifth or sixth guy to get fifth 50. or sixth. Yeah, the first one to but lose. But they lose. All right, we'll be back. Talk about that a little more. Did our guy Skip Bayless find any flaws with LeBron last night? You know, I haven't looked at. I should, I I should go to his uh, Twitter made, feed. Uh, and I don't he follow must him not on Twitter. Made much, so. uh, not much uh, news. But last what I night. can't understand is obviously people are buying what Skip is selling. Who? Who? But who? that's what I'm saying. Who are those people? No, nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying. It. His ratings are. You know, every time he does something like that, Richard Deitch comes out with a points out some rerun of the monolith monsters beating uh, Skip's uh, Skip and show. Shannon. Skip, yeah, Skip and ah, Shannon. Ah, here we go, guys. Oh, God. Okay, all right. Let's, this, let's is, this is a quote from Skip Bayless tweeted out by The Undisputed, with his, which is the show with him yeah. and Shannon Sharp. I am ready. Quote, there is, n- there is no way Michael Jordan passes that basketball. Do you really want the NBA Finals in George Hill's hands? I want Michael Jordan. What's that mean? Hill got fouled. And he was yeah. at the line. He was Hill at the got line. fouled. He had two free throws. And yeah, and he the missed the second. Was, he wants the off-balance uh, 24-footer instead of the, uh, the pass for a layup. I would he retweet that with the I think, pass. But, you know, at some point it becomes like me with uh, Phil Fleck fans, doesn't it? Sure. You're just You're just, you're just agitating. But. But it obviously hasn't worked to create an audience. Did, did Skip ever see the end of the Bulls Phoenix Suns finals when Jordan passed it to Steve Kerr, oh, who hit Reavers, the wide open shot? Reavers. Jordan wasn't even the one who passed it to to, to Paxson. It was Horace Grant who passed it to John Paxson. Mm-hmm. Jordan didn't even have the ball in his hands. Oh, I thought it was Jordan that passed it. Jordan right. passed it to Steve Kerr to beat Utah. But I mean, the Phoenix series was okay. was mm-hmm. Horace Grant passing uh. to Paxson. Well, it's uh, there. There is nothing to uh, criticize this man about anymore. He has fifty-one and, points. Uh, and uh, last night, he he could have come in and uh, pouted at the post-game uh, media session, but uh, he uh, 
Mark, is Mark, it Mark Schwartz. Schwartz yeah. uh, kept asking him. He, he wanted him to rip JR or, or mm-hmm. say JR really blundered and cost us the game. And, and LeBron refused to put it in himself inside J.R. Smith's head. And, right, and he just said, I, I, wasn't in, I wasn't reading his mind. I don't know uh, what was yeah, going through his mind at that time. On. And he asked him the same, Schwartz asked him the same question in a different way four or five times and didn't get an answer. And finally, LeBron he just got, got up, up and walked out. Up and what did he say? Be better tomorrow? He said, Yeah, he, he got up, he put his sunglasses on, got his bag, started walking out of the room, and then he sort of glanced over at Mark Schwartz and said, be better tomorrow. <laughs> That's a great response. Well, yeah. I have discovered in 100 years of uh, sports writing to try to get guys to say something you want them to say uh, is a beating your head against the wall. Sure. Ask, ask the question. All you're doing is irritate them. Especially. Sure. You know, all you're doing is irritate them. Ask them the question. If they choose not to answer it, you can say, do you want to? You don't want to answer that question, and they'll say yes. Something, and that's it. And but that's over. to yeah. sit there and ask the same question four or five times, you're the jackass. Especially when it's LeBron James, who is not an idiot and knows exactly oh, what yeah, you're trying right, to do. Yeah, like yeah, he's, right. you've got no chance to get an answer out of it. But him. actually, and I f- I found it pretty respectful. I mean, uh, J.R. Smith's an idiot, but I, I respect the fact that LeBron wasn't yes. going to call him an idiot because it's his team under the bus, right? Yeah. And and again, I think given. <laughs> He's just coming off a historic performance in which they almost stole a game. He's still probably extremely PO'd, and then he's, dude, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be a part of this anymore. Hey, where, uh, okay, the, when this ends, there's one storyline in the NBA, right? Where is he Where's going? Where's LeBron going? Yeah. You know, if you thought the Kyrie, where's Kyrie going, and where's Paul George going, and where's it? Was something last year? Multiply it by ten. That's going to be the. Mm-hmm. That's going to be. That's going to tie the opening of NFL training camps for headlines. It will. But Where I think he he's. Gone? I think he's staying put. I really I do. I don't think so. I. I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. The. The. The end. What will be interesting is that the. There aren't as many appealing options. I think. For him this time around, people are saying Philadelphia. I don't think he wants to go and play with that young pain and in the ass, Joel Embiid, who's a very talented guy, but is he doesn't want and he's not a guy you could trust to keep secrets, right? Joel yeah. Embiid. He wants he's he wants people that respect him as. Well, and if he goes to Philadelphia, he's going to have to share the ball with Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons yes. wants the ball in his yeah, hands a lot, too. And since Ben Simmons can't hit a shot outside of five feet. He's done the East Coast, big city. He'll do the West Coast, I think. Don't Houston. You? I keep saying Houston. Houston. But they don't right? have any money. That's the thing. They're going to have to dump Cleveland. Eric Gordon's contract and Ryan Anderson's contract. Did you contract. see what Cleveland's total pay if he would stay or would be like? Four hundred million or something. Yeah. By they get all the escrow and stuff. You're talking his if he signed if another he, contract. If he would sign another contract, yeah. and they would try to keep this roster. But Houston's Houston's going to have to do. Houston's not going to be able to keep it all together, and and Golden State's not going to be able to keep it all together. So, either. Well, but, but Golden State's like four hundred million too if they be, keep all these because guys. of all the moves that Cleveland did mid season this year. Didn't they rid themselves of a lot of money no, at the end of the season? They still got they still got J R Smith at. 
14 million next year. They're paying huge. Tristan Thompson's uh, got two years. Escrow penalty right now. Tristan Thompson's making like 17, 18 million a year. Love is at 24, 25. George Hill's at 19 next year. uh, Are the Laker kids decent guys? I mean, you got Lonzo, but the old man has really been stifled lately, hasn't he? You haven't heard this. Well, because he's over in Europe with the the two other brothers. Too much. Isn't that where he plays? Yeah. Well, apparently the, the, the latest two is on uh, uh, LiAngelo, right, is the middle yeah. one, I think, that the rumor has that the Lakers have already kind of taken a look at him or just like, oh yeah, he, he's not even good enough to make a G League roster. Yeah. So, Yeah, but I, I just wonder with the envir- if he'd want to go there and play with this guy shooting his mouth off. That, I mean... Lakers would seem still seem to me to be the place they, to go. Yeah, well, they'll have the money to sign him. And they've got, you know, the young guys with Randall and Ingram and, you know, Lonzo. And, but if you're LeBron, do you want to go to Kobe's town? Yeah, I don't know. And See, and that's what I have. Is he as you know, good as Kobe? Kobe won five yeah, titles. Because that's already, that's already kind of a <laughs> conversation that people like to have. And that would be even more heightened if he goes I there. know where he can go and shock the world. Play with win Tibbs. A, win a title. <laughs> no, not here. Oh. Utah. Go to Utah and what? play with the kid. Donovan Mitchell? He went and played with... He'd go to Utah and play with Donovan Mitchell in the center. They hey, would, be Gobert, they would be a monster. They would, they be, they would be pretty be damn monster. good. There's a Plus better chance that three of us suit yes, up for the Lakers than him going that. to Utah. I know it's a piping hot take. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. That would that's be more a of a cut grab. No, that's more of a cut grab. You know what, that would be a damn good fit, though. Oh, that, that I'm just saying, does he want to win? Well, what is what does the kid play? Is he the same Donovan position? Donovan Mitchell, nice. No, he's, he's two guard, okay. combo guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could, play, they could play together. They, yes. they could figure it out. It'd be like a he's Donovan Mitchell's like a young Dwayne Wade anyway in terms of his oh, playing style. He seems style like a really so. good kid. You know, yeah, okay, he's a really like good a really kid. back to the game the last night really quick. But I still think that this Warriors team's beatable. I really do, and I think they showed a lot of flaws they last are, night. But the problem is, is if the Cavs were going to win this series, the small chance yeah. that they had to win this series. They needed to win to get last, last night. They needed last to get night last and get night. them puckered up a little bit. And that doggone well, J.R. Smith it, just when, kicked when, it away. When Clay Thompson come, yeah, J.R. almost was the hero though by ruining Clay uh, Thompson's knee. But Clay right. Thompson came back. Right. Man, can he shoot? Clay, oh yeah, he'd beat Curry. In a, he'd, he'd beat Curry in a horse. They game. are so easy to root against, though the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a, Draymond is the well, most Draymond hateable player is, in the league. But, Draymond's a pain. But yeah. the other one, even Curry and some of the other guys, they're just uh, they're they're, they're confident. They're, man. It's not even they, that. It is oh, that. I but I don't have any issue with Curry. Uh, they, they they've just got a lot of mouth to them. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm finding it's myself rooting against but, them. But you know what? The Weavers. The problem is they're backing it up. Yeah, yeah, they are they good. No, they are those. good. Don't and get me wrong. The problem is we all like Kevin Garnett and nobody. Talked more than him. That's true. Yeah. Know, so, but Draymond is—he was nuts at the end. It was—it was like he was trying to get LeBron to punch him to get thrown out of the next game or something because mm-hmm. he was just acting like a complete jackass, and LeBron ignored him. There's so much that goes on. If it was possible to live mic these guys oh, that in an NBA game, you know what their ratings would be if it was live mic? It'd have to be on, you know, oh. satellite television. Oh, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> or like when Kevin Durant got tossed from that game against Milwaukee and the TNT oh, yeah. microphones could pick him up yeah. dropping F-bombs at the official. And Did you see that bleeping call? Call the bleeping, call yeah. the bleeping foul, you bleeping bleeper bleeper. And he's supposed to be a religious fan. Yes. Yes. All right, we'll be back.
Johnny, how many times has this one been covered? I, boy, you, I bet you could list 20 right now. Just write 20 names. Down. Yeah, I looked it up, and uh, I looked after you told me Lefty Frizel did the uh, yeah. original. I looked up, and uh, of course, you look it up now. There's 50 covers on the side of it. Such a great tune. Oh, it is, and it's it's so country, man. I mean, he, she, the the woman. Committed the crime, but he was well. No, the, the the crime was committed. He was identified, <laughs> but because he wouldn't identify his best best friend's wife as having been with him, he agreed to get executed. <laughs> you know, that is love. You, you yes. can't, yeah, that uh, you can't get more country. No, you can't get <laughs> undefeated. Yes. <laughs> yeah, in this case, though, uh, yeah. Well, died with a smile on his face. <laughs> Johnny Hines, this update, uh, this update <laughs> sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Firestone Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Uh, Twins Indians again from Target Field this evening. Jose Barrios pitches for the Twins. Carlos Carrasco. Got a lineup, Johnny. Cleveland. I do not have the uh, lineup. Ryan Lamar back in there it? again. Okay. I saw that. Uh, he's still playing center. Jake Cave hit a home run last night. I thought maybe they'd switch, but not yet, I guess. <laughs> uh, one other MLB note. Uh, Hadley Ramirez now has cleared waivers, so he is a free Let's agent. get him. Where's we need he some going? offense. Where's he going? I don't know. Who's, what contender wants a bat? Watch him go to the Yankees. Well, Cleveland Indians could use a bat. Yeah. But, uh, although they're... I was going to say, what are you talking about? They're swinging like... Now, now they are. Yeah, they were terrible early this year. You know who really needs a bat? Arizona. Oof. They're, yeah. They're, what What did uh, Timmy told us? Their team batting average 212 or oh something. God, think. Team went in the tank. When I, I kept watching Francisco Lindor hit all over Target Field, all I kept thinking about was, I forget the name of the GM... In Cleveland, his kid on with Tom Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, can you tell us any secrets? Yeah, he's trying to sign Lindor to a seven-year contract. <laughs> that was Thanks, so kid. great. <laughs> uh, Gophers baseball team opens up NCAA tournament action tonight at Siebert Field. They'll meet Canisius at 7 o'clock this evening. Uh, earlier today, in fact, the game just got over. Uh, UCLA scored four runs in the bottom of oh, the ninth. heartbreak for the Zags. The Zags were up 5-2 to two going into the ninth. Uh, the final UCLA 6, Gonzaga 5. Uh, I did check the box score. Uh, I'm assuming it's uh, the Zags' closer, uh, the poor kid. Uh, he went uh, hardly anything, gave up four runs immediately. Oh, so Gonzaga's <laughs> losing big games in baseball, too, just yes. like they lose big games in basketball. UCLA's supposed to be pretty good. They have... Uh... Their three top pitchers going into the year are injured, but they've uh, found some others. So it'll, they, 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 it'll be a challenge for the Gophers, assuming they win tonight. Links in action tonight. They're at home playing the Phoenix Mercury at the Target Center. Links two and three on the young season. I couldn't resist. I went to Twitter and said it. What'd you say? I think they're distracted by all the rumors about Cheryl Reed you just, going to you know, the NBA. Why, why? Why can't you help yourself? I, I couldn't stop it. Is it I, that? I slept on it. I slept on all it. All right. And I decided, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. So you, you at gotta, least attempted some G- self-control. Even though Jana Shortle Nation might get after me, I had to do it. <laughs> See, I would think that you would say maybe Lindsay's distracted by all the recruiting. Is that playing a no, role? No, no, no. That wouldn't be any fun. That's true. You know, speaking yeah. of Jana, I have nothing but respect for her. <laughs> and I really like her. And I have n- n- no ill will. She's got a following. 
I blocked her because she, I'm scared of her. <laughs> oh, I <am>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cheryl and I got she into scares it. the hell out of me. I got Cheryl and I got into it last year, and uh, <laughs> Jana Cheryl Nation got after me. She's man. a really good journalist, and uh, I have nothing but respect. But my <laughs> God, true. she's you scared because you were scared. I'm totally, I'm so <laughs> scared of her. Just in case, you huh? Should be. I am. You should be. That's funny. Well, you guys know what a jackass I am. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. Eventually, I'm going to say something, and she's going to get mad at me. Oh, whenever I see her, I, I my utmost respect. But uh, yeah. don't don't get on the wrong side of her, man. Oh, I'm so she's worried. She's got a nation out there that come after you. If anybody's going to say something extremely stupid, it's going to be Yes, me. that's true. That's, I think that's a good idea. Block her on Twitter. At the Memorial Open, play suspended due to inclement weather. Kyle Stanley in the lead at 10 under through 10 today. Brian DeChambeau and Joaquin Neiman at 9 under. They're about halfway through for the day, too. Uh, Tiger Woods, he was having a real good day before the weather stopped it. 5 under for the day makes him five, 5 under for the tourney through 11. He's in it. He's won at Memorial guys, several times. Did you guys see the eagle shot that he hit on no. uh, on 11? No, it was, it was hit it right in there. Hit it right in there. Eagle on eleven. It was great. You know, right. speaking of Kenny and Twitter this morning, Patrick, I got up as of my normal routine, got the boys their breakfast, and I I'll look at Twitter and see what's going on, and all I see is dummy over here. I'm not doing jack bleep until someone brings us donuts. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally pinned it as my tweet. I'm not tweeting jack bleep until somebody drops it. Yeah. National Donut Day. They brought some in. I'm going to unpin that right now. Oh, my God. I'm so sugared up. You got another one you got to give us, Johnny? Sure. Uh, okay. Kevin Love uh, will not be suspended for game okay. two tomorrow. Good. He walked out onto the court. I don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. during that scuffle. In the, it would have been the ridiculous the if they had suspended him. Plus, they basically said he's hard. Anyway. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no update. He's not going to fight. He, no did, up- he did play well last yeah. night. He was the one LeBron teammate that I did George play well. George Hill last played okay until he missed the free throw. Yeah. So, uh, no update, though, on Tristan Thompson. Uh, he, of course, shoved the ball in the face of Draymond Green in the closing seconds after being ejected. So, All right, Johnny. That was fantastic. Well, thank you. High fly to right field. It is deep. Cabrera at the fence. It's gone! And the Twins have tied it up. From 8-0 to 8-8. Sorry, Springsteen fans. The best version of Atlantic City right there. Mm-hmm. The band! Today's musical guest. And uh, fantastic. Great negotiations, by the way, sir. Well done. Yes, it, it wasn't easy. Uh, there's only two, yeah, because only two, two of them are left. Alive. <laughs> I had to get all the three estates to get permission. It wasn't. It wasn't easy. You know, just, you know what the heck? You got to find out who the lawyer is right. and all that good stuff. All right, the twins. Here's the deal. 2016. We got one Ho shows up, and I'm not real, you know, it's it's, it's kind of iffy, and you got Miguel playing. Uh, right field. Right field, and that's kind of iffy, but you look, and you they just played their arse off in spring training. They just did everything right. 2015, they were okay. Yeah, 2016, yeah, 2015, they were okay. Perky came over to my place. We were watching something together, and he had a, got about six beers in him and said, we're good, we're good. Yeah. You know, and Perky's a... Straight shooter. Yes. He'll tell you when he thinks they stink, (laughs) which was the year before when they were pretty good. And so I wrote, what's not to like? You know? 
and I went fifty nine and one hundred and three. Yeah, that was that was not good. So last year, I was convinced they stunk, and basically wrote that in spring training, and they went to the playoffs. And you carried mm-hmm. that torch they throughout the, the entire playoffs. summer. I still didn't believe it, but then I in August they weren't twenty and six, and you say, oh well, they're good. They're they're pretty good, even. And once Miguel got hurt, they really got good. But uh, <laughs> uh, now this spring, they they Santana, Santana doesn't show up, and Polanco gets suspended. But they bring in Odorizzi, they bring in Morrison, they bring in Lance Lynn. Yep. And I'm thinking they're not playing that good this spring. But last year they. Played great in the spring. I mean, two years ago, they played great in the spring, and they stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, they just, you know, I'm just going to write the party line this year, damn it. I'm going to say, what's not to like, right? You could use the shortstop, but it would be nice to have Polanco, and it'd be nice to have Irv, but this pitching's better than it's been, and they short up the bullpen, and I'm a Ryan Presley guy, and... Yeah, what's not to like? They're going to win 85 games, right? Now they stink again. I, I, I can't. I'm not going to. Uh, they're, uh, you know, this time, 2016, I went with my convictions, and they won 59 games. 2017, I went with my convictions, and they won 85 games. So this year, I said, out of hell with it. I'm not going to go with my convictions. I'm going to say, yeah, they're pretty good. Let's, let's, let's go with them. And... Boy, they look terrible. They just, there's just no spunk. There's no, uh. You know, yeah. there's a saying that some teams just can't seem to get out of their own way. I think that's, that's the case with this version of the Twins this You've year. You've been saying that about the Detroit Lions for about 50 years. Well, but, but, the, but these guys, it's just, they're, like we keep saying, there's always something that seems to happen with yeah. injury or whatever, suspension. But even when you see plays in the field, they they spark a good rally and then he gives up another home run to Lindor. It, it's just they're one of those teams that they're just finding a different way yeah, to lose. It's 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 except there's more starting pitching even without Irv. I mean, not oh Lindor, yeah, as he was Evans, terrible. Yes. There's more starting pitching, but beyond that, it's 2011. It's now yeah. that 2011 team won nine. 2010 they won 94. That was a really good team. Mm-hmm. That last year wasn't a really good team. It was an okay team, but everything. From that day, and f- from the day Gardy said BLW down in uh, Tampa on April fourteenth, mm-hmm. and Morneau was out, and and uh, by the end of the year nobody was playing, and Rene Tassoni was playing. In yeah, right Rene Tassoni was playing, and Morneau was you know hurt, and uh, and this this season, and that they ended up sixty three and ninety nine. After they won ninety four games, and weren't and they? We thought they might be the Aggies. Weren't mm-hmm. we somewhat still convinced that we were kind of in the hunt bef- of a couple they weeks before the, the All Star game? To, they got the yeah. forty four and forty nine, and Mackey was doing the. It's, it's happening. happening. That's right. That's when yeah. that started. So if they went I still from nineteen forty nine to ninety nine. What was the record again? It was sixty three and fifty. They went uh, nineteen and fifty to close the season. Nineteen and fifty to close the season, uh, but it, the vibe has become the same. And boy, there is no uh, 
you know, let, up let, with the public or anything right now. They're, they got, I, I don't know. They're going on, we're, we're, they're going on that road trip to a week in Chicago and then Milwaukee. And we were talking, say, Hey, we should, this could be the big, you know, it'd be fun to send some reporter, extra reporters on that road trip and get yeah. hell by nobody cares. Yeah. Should there, is there any reason for encouragement that the, I guess, can we call him the third baseman still? The large the, third baseman. The large man with a the, generous carriage. The large third baseman has looked a little better, yes. And, now, and ever, last night's home since, run, he went the yeah. opposite way. Yes, and so. yes. with a 97-mile-hour fastball, he went the opposite way. And, uh, you know, that's... Should people be encouraged by that, or is this yes, just a little... Yes, because unlike Buxton, he can hit. He can hit if he gets... If he starts using his brain, because he can hit. Yeah. He's got a natural hitting talent. Buxton can hit, but not because he has a natural hitting talent. He can hit because he's got everything perfected to that's not off just a little bit, and he's come up with a setup that allows him to put the ball in play. But Sano can hit. You know, and last year's club, too, reminded all of us of, you know, the, the 2002 team in ways that they caught the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, Buxton caught everything last year. Dozier was well, a gold glover. Yeah. That, that pop-up that Dozier dropped last night, that is, that, was, that is so symbolic for this team right now. Because they just, they just lack, they lack, as you were saying, that, that, that pizzazz a little bit. I am not terribly worried about him uh, in the field, although when you take Buxton out, it's, you've gone from a plus to a probably a lot. And I get that Buxton's the best defensive outfielder in baseball, but the play Lamar may or may not have been able to make in the first inning, Buxton catches that ball. Oh, heaven yes. Yeah. I don't know. Did Do we know, did he get the sun in his eyes or did he I just don't know. give up on it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, we, and again, it's just one out in a, in a, in, in a large game, but that was a pretty big moment to start that game against a, you know, in a four game series against the team you're chasing. You want to see a team catch the ball, go watch the Gophers. Yes. Very good defensively. Uh, We'll be back. That please, we'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick. Take a look at these highlights. All you see are the dunk shots. Yeah, whatever happened to the two-handed set shot? A real highlight, in my estimation, is a nice chest pass or a bounce pass. What's with those baggy shorts? You need a pair of suspenders to hold them up. When we played, we just had a slab of rubber on a canvas top, and that was it. Come on, chest pass, chest pass. Come on, Bob, think quick. George. When was that interview with George Mike? That that was a that was an old uh, This Is Sports Center commercial. Okay, oh, so of, doing a parody. Okay. Yeah, George Mike, and he's standing over Bob Lee. Yeah. Bob Lee's like <laughs> editing highlights for a Sports Center, and, and George Mike is standing over him saying chess passes, chess passes. <laughs> I can't that's great. remember seeing that. I can't ad. either. But he's great. It's George. He's got his Minneapolis Lakers jersey on and everything. It's really who cool. was playing George. George. It, was George. it was George. It was George. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. On this day in history, June 1, 2005, uh, George Mikan passed away in Scottsdale, Arizona, 80 years old, uh, just a couple of weeks shy of his 81st birthday. Uh, the great George Mikan made the Minneapolis Lakers a dynasty. And, of course, the famous story is that uh, 
Sid and Max, he was he was playing in a league that folded. And the Minneapolis Lakers were in the NBL. And then the forerunner for the uh, NBA was the BAA. And since the Lakers, who had been the Detroit Gems, were the worst, they'd won four games the year before. They were the worst team in that league. They had the number one choice in the dispersal draft. And in the dispersal draft, so the Lakers had a chance to negotiate with him, and there was also an NBA team, a BAA team negotiating with George. And they got George in town, and he had an airplane flight back to Chicago, and supposedly Sid and Max Winter devised a plan to get lost on the way to the airport so George couldn't get on his plane and negotiate with another team, and they signed him. Uh, but the uh, greatest play voted the greatest basketball player of the first half century of uh, uh, from between 1901 and 1950. Pretty tough and, to argue that. And, and the story on George is before he started playing, they thought it was a small man's game because you needed quickness, you needed speed, and, yeah, uh, and you had to shoot that two-handed set shot and all that. And stuff. we needed more chess passes. That's I'm right. going to post that. Uh, that video is great, man. He to, just showed I'm going to post it to the show page. Two too, fantastic uh, Minnesotans uh, died on June 1st. George Mikan and Darkstar. That's right.